Hello and welcome to another Godfather Minute. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. And together we are the Godfather Minute Minute Brothers. Brothers. Oh, we did it there perfectly. Maybe a first. Yeah, like yeah. the first time you should did you should sniff that out and patch it into all the other uh, episodes before this. You mean us saying that? Wow, that was a first. Yeah, that part. Like put that part <laughs> in earlier. Yeah, yeah. And well, I, I never have to do it again. We can just use that opening every time. Well, I have interesting news. We actually did it, and what you're listening to now is the spliced version. What? That's yes. crazy. You you don't even exist right now. We recorded this 40 years ago. <laughs> you don't even exist right now, <laughs> dude. Do you even exist? <laughs> You're you're completely digital, man. <laughs> well, we are talking about minute sixty-two. Sixty-two. You're behind the times. I am. Minute sixty-two, um, uh, which would translate into minuta numero el duce quantra. You're, you're close, Alex. What Try again. Uh, minuto. Uh huh. Numero. Uh huh. Uh, Kwanza. Mm, Sixty is. Is say Santa. Say Santa. You remember that from you last time you said it was so easy. I'm just saying Santa. Yeah. Say Santa. Say Santa. Due. Say Santa due. You got it. No, that's easy. Minuto yeah. numero Santa due. You got it. Ooh, that was a good one. Anyway, uh-huh. that is minute 62 for mm-hmm. you American speakers out there. Uh, minute 62, not a lot of action this minute. Uh, it's uh, the tail end of uh, Mikey and Kay having their somewhat sullen dinner. Mm-hmm. Kay asks Mikey when will he, he tells her you should go back to New Hampshire where you belong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he'll call her when he gets back, when it, when things settle down. And she, when will I see you again, she says. Mm-hmm. And what does he say? I don't know. Or does he just leave? Yeah, he says, I don't know. He leaves mm-hmm. to go to the hospital. Yeah. And the minute ends with his taxi cab pulling up outside the hospital. Mm, and where his father, where his father is. <laughs> and there's the last second where he kind of looks around outside. Yeah. And we'll find out in minute 63 why why he's looking around. All right. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll be back next week. All right. Thanks another, a lot. Go to summary of what happens in the Godfather. Go Godfather. to Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse nightclub. <laughs> That'd be a great minute by minute podcast. Where it was literally just someone describing what happens and then it just ends. And they, like, have, they have one minute to do it. Oh, that's good too. Yeah. Well, I guess you could just watch the movie then. If, you, if a listener is going to spend one minute listening to a summary, they might as well just watch the but minute. But it's for blind people. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Have we ever talked about that? The no. uh, audio description feature of uh, no, it's a growing trend nowadays for for people who are blind mm-hmm. or or hard of seeing that uh, if you go to like Netflix and stuff, you look at the audio menu. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be like English, English. You know, five surround sound, Spanish. Then it'll be uh, descriptive audio. And it's basically the dialogue is still the same, but there's mm-hmm. a narrator saying, Kay picks up her glass of wine and drinks it. And then saying like, it or you're, or you're reading that? No, describe like, audio, like, describing it, everything that happens on screen. Oh, and so that's... Michael stands up and goes to get a taxi cab. The oh, taxi be- cab pulls up and Michael emerges. Like, you know, so like, these are for folks who are visually impaired. Yeah, so they're hearing the dialogue, but they're not seeing the action. Yeah, yeah. Physically what's yeah, going on. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, uh, have you tried it? I have tried it. Just Did you try shoot. it with The Godfather? I didn't try it with The Godfather. I, I uh, watched the show Riverdale and I... And I uh, ah. it, 
it's uh you can't, can't do that i mean it's it's it can be distracting obviously yeah <laughs> but yeah. there's a certain novelty to it of like yeah. you know so uh, anyway so does it i'm intrigued i'll mm-hmm. listen to something later with it yeah are you do they do it for every single action taking place or just kind of the big picture motions uh, i think anything i mean i don't think they'll be like while someone's talking oh michael mm-hmm. you know brushes his hair out of his face but they yeah. do say stuff like oh he picks up the glass and takes a drink or whatever and assuming so, it doesn't overlap with the dialogue you yeah because that always it, takes precedent to the dialogue yeah i guess if i were designing this feature when someone was speaking like if mike is saying to Kay, I you know I don't know when I'm gonna come back. I would have the narrator concurrently say, "Michael's explaining to Kay that that he won't be able to come. He's not sure when he's gonna see her. I, I don't know when I'll see you again. He's not sure when he'll see her again." <laughs> Wait, so you would only so there be only the narrator? No, and, both. Oh, okay. in case you didn't get it. Oh, I'd always be right afterwards. Yeah, it almost sounds like a, you do the foreign movie where you're like basically a translator is oh, saying yeah. like, "Oh, Michael is telling her that she he won't be able to see her again. <laughs> she go back to a New Hampshire." Anyway, yeah, check that out. Audio, descriptive yeah. audio. It's a fun I, little feature. I do like when you're listening to a news story. Me? They, you know, any of us. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the third person singular uh, one or you are listening to a news story. <laughs> like I, NPR does this a lot. And, yeah. and the interview is in a language other than English. And I'll start it in that language. Mm-hmm. But after about two seconds, that volume will go down. And then you'll hear the English translation. And you'll hear the... The foreign language underneath, underneath, but way down. So you, you, just in case you're tuning in at that moment, you know that the original language of narration is not English. Yeah, it's kind of fun watching a lot of history documentaries. They do a lot of that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's always fun hearing what kind of approach they take to it. Like how how much acting does the translator do? Oh yeah, (laughs) are they like we couldn't believe it? They came into our house and were terrorizing (laughs) us, or are they just like reading it straight (laughs) with out of motion? Yeah. So in this scene, that you could totally do that if you if one. I think there's only two lines. Only like I think she only says <laughs> like, so when will I g- go back to New Hampshire? <laughs> when will I see? You? Will I see you again? I don't know. I think that's the only dialogue. It is, in yeah, the whole, it's very th- slow. Three lines of the whole thing. But it would be funny if you did have a scene with a lot of dialogue. The dialogue went down in volume, and then you had a narrator interpreting it. Yeah, <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait! Are you trying to tell me in this moment, Sonny wait, 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 is breaking wait. protocol? I guess it's kind of like a director's cut, other narrative, you know, yeah, like a, so like a uh, yeah. commentary, yeah, commentary track. Yeah. Well, so um, oh, wait, like one more funny idea yes. about that. What if uh-huh. you had? What if you had? Let's just go back to the original meeting with the Turk. So Santino's voice starts. Wait, wait, wait! Are you trying to tell me his volume goes down, and then you have the Don. No, you have Sonny Corleone 20 years later narrating on top of that. Like, yeah, in that moment, I figured I was stunned that he was offering finance. And that's why I really wanted to make sure that this deal is how he's presenting it. It's almost like a reality <laughs> show now where it would cut and, you know, they would show a scene of like of Sonny like later being like, boy, I really put oh, my foot yeah, in my mouth. Right, yeah. like, <laughs> I couldn't believe Sonny said that in front of everybody. <laughs> It wouldn't work so much with Sonny because he doesn't live another week. Right, yeah. Well, it's never clear with those things when those some of those yeah. things are taking place mm-hmm. in reality shows, if it's right when it's happening or anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so uh, I watched a YouTube video this past week. I shared it over at the Frito Corleone's Mickey Mouse nightclub. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called, um, it's on Facebook if you want to check that out. It's uh, It was called The Path to Self-Destruction on the channel Nerd Soup. 
Hmm. And uh, it was basically like 20 minutes sort of analyzing specifically Michael Corleone's rise and fall in the... Uh, and I found it very uh, informative. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, we should have this guy on as a guest or something. But, Definitely. Uh, Let's do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll look into it, actually. Yeah. I think I'm still like... I. It's funny because I still... When I watch a YouTube video or listen to a podcast, I'm like... Oh, well, they're like really famous, though. Yeah. Those people are like really famous. Like they would uh-huh. want to come on yeah. our show. And I'm like, well, our Star Wars Minute, this show, maybe not so much. But Star Wars <laughs> yeah. Minute is like a popular show. I should have more like confidence in our ability to. Uh, to yeah, to definitely. Guess, so. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to ask. Yeah. Well, and you said this show, not so much. Well, maybe not now, but five years from now. <laughs> It's true. Because we will still be doing it personally is what you're saying. (laughs) Because we will be just about starting GF3 uh, five years from now. Mm. That's the irony when more people get to know the show and that there'll be more motivation to be on the show. We'll be doing GF3. Tell me about it. We we spent three years doing the Star Wars prequels. I think I I know what you're talking about. So um, anyway, yeah. So um, And and is this the YouTube uh, analysis? It's the YouTube that's on the internet, that one. Oh, that YouTube. Oh, I thought you were talking about you, just letter U and then tube. Like tubing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> YouTubing. Yeah, a whole lot of YouTubing. <laughs> Is this the one where the analysis began, where he was talking about Puzo's opportunity, second opportunity to improve on the story? Yeah, he was saying that okay, basically, basically that. that the um, the movie, because you know, I, I don't know if you've heard, but the book is different than the movie. <gasps> no, no. <laughs> Okay, go on. So, go on. Uh, yeah, so he was saying basically that the movie is essentially the third draft, the second draft of the story. Mm-hmm. Like you can take mm-hmm. the stuff that worked from the other thing. Okay, mm-hmm. we're going to cut out all the Johnny stuff and the giant vagina and all that stuff. And yeah. let's focus on the, the, the best elements of the story. Yeah. And so that's not an opportunity that a lot of authors get to do. Yeah. Because so. uh, even though I'm still making my way through the book. Yeah. It's definitely not as strong as the movie. Yeah. And even if you, even if Puzo had had an opportunity to rewrite the book, which I guess is essentially the screenplay, although mm-hmm. it's a different medium. Yeah. You, you, you have to focus on dialogue yeah. and action in a movie as opposed to a mm-hmm. book where you can kind of you go can, off on, on yeah. Lucy and flashbacks and talk describing yeah. stuff that happened in the past. That's different than you can, it's different than in a movie. <laughs> Johnny's childhood friend Nino in Hollywood Johnny. trying to make it into business. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Lucy. <laughs> a lot about her. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> yeah, so let's invite that guest to yeah. our uh, but Anyway, so he had an interesting point about Kay. He's mm-hmm. one of the last mm-hmm. time we see Kay for a while, I think, until... Oh, yeah. uh, and, I guess in the middle of Sicily, uh, she shows up yeah. asking, uh, shows up unannounced, asking Tom to deliver mm-hmm. a letter to him, but mm-hmm. he can't do that because no. then he'll have to show cause in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's saying, you know, we always, we, we tease Kay a lot because she doesn't get to do a lot in the movies, yeah. but uh, mm-hmm. he was saying that she performs an important function in the movie, especially at the beginning, because she's kind of our gateway to. It's always a good thing when you have it's a it's a handy uh, storytelling trick to have a someone who's new to the situation mm-hmm. 
because then there's a reason for people to be explaining a lot of stuff yeah. to them. Like, oh, here's how it works around here. We yeah. do this, and you're kind of setting up the, the yeah. environment. So, uh, and that happens in the very beginning of this movie with Buenos Aires. He doesn't know how to get the Don. It's true. A favor does, from the Don. And so the Don's like, oh, you never asked me over. You know, he's explaining yeah, he how to, that whole thing works. Yeah, revealing himself to be like, oh, I'm not about, I'm not a killer for money. I'm yeah. a, you know. Santino does it in the meeting with the Turk. He's like, wait, 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 you trying to tell me that that the Tatalis are guaranteeing our investment? Well, that's getting slightly <laughs> different because it's, it's uh, that's just putting in exposition and, uh, and and so on. It does work in that scene. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So in the first scene where obviously Michael is asking him how, asking her how she likes her lasagna mm-hmm. and introducing her to Fredo and telling uh, a story about John, about uh, Johnny's rise to fame and the band leader, the contract. Yeah. You learn a lot about the family mm-hmm. and stuff. And so, um, mm-hmm. And uh, also, like, uh, in the first part of the movie, Kay is always wearing bright, colorful clothes mm-hmm. in contrast to the more subdued tones of the the the, the, the Corleones who are always dressed in dark and drab mm-hmm. colors. But mm-hmm. then after they get married, she's always wearing, like, washed out drab colors after yeah. that point. So anyway, it's just, I thought that was an interesting... Uh, he also pointed out that Michael... In the the opening, I, we've been calling it the wedding scene, but it's it's really not the wedding. They've already been married. Someone pointed that out on Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that's the reception. It's the reception but, scene. I'll but, go back and I'll scrub it and change the reception scene. <laughs> we should just go re-record it. Just start over again. So in the reception scene, I mean, technically, he does say my daughter's wedding day. It is part of the. Okay. I think it is. I would say it's part of the wedding ceremony. Yeah, it's part of the whole wedding. You know. Yeah, but they didn't get married there. So I'm someone, sure they got married in a church. Oh, yeah, I'm sure yeah, they got married Catholic, in a church. Catholic weddings but. cannot take place outside the church. But if I say, oh, I went to a wedding, you're like, oh, how was it? It was good. And then you're like, oh, gee, was there good drinks and stuff? Well, there was the wine at the sacramental wine. Oh, you were asking me about the reception? The reception's a totally different thing. You know what I mean? It's kind of... You were technically... It's like Hyman Roth. You, you asked me about the wedding, not the reception. <laughs> I didn't ask <laughs> if they was drinking at the reception. Yeah, so... Um, so he points out that at the reception, Michael's wearing his army, his Marines uniform, which you and I had already talked about, yeah. showing that he is already apart from his family. But he said that uh, that Michael is flaunting his American girlfriend right. to even further accentuate that he is not traditional Sicilian and not going to be a part of what his family is involved in. Yeah. I mean, the, the war kind of bookends the, mm-hmm. there's the two scenes that kind of bookend, you know, there's on pop's birthday mm-hmm. where he announces that he joined the Marines. And that's kind of like, Whoa, that like, I can't believe that was clearly a sign that he was breaking away from. Yeah. And then when he shows up at the wedding mm-hmm. with an American girlfriend and they, you know, it's really a way of asserting his independence. Yeah. And, and the point that, that Kay is there. So it's another important yeah, right. part of her role. Yeah. Can you believe them? Can you believe the nerve of them bombing, bombing us on, on Pop's birthday? <laughs> I can't do a good Sonny. I guess you got to just talk kind of fast, right? Well, yeah, the nerve of those guys dropping bombs on Pop's birthday. Where'd you go to college? You're going stupid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like fast. Fast in New York. Yeah, yeah that's tougher. That's the best way to do it. Um, you touch my sister again, I'll kill you. So and the other interesting observation he made was about oh yeah so another th- there are two other observations one is specifically mm-hmm. um, I'll do the I'll do the other one first because I don't have it written down but he was saying basically the 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 flaw of the uh, Corleone family mm-hmm. is that the three sons uh, who are Fredo Mikey and Sonny mm-hmm. all got different 
but important aspects. They, they all have cr- important aspects that the Don has, but mm. they're all missing critical aspects. Mm. They basically, f- f- Sonny, Fredo, and Michael together form the Don. Oh, interesting. Because Sonny has his mm-hmm. like ambition and his aggression yeah. and, and, uh, and his, you know, willingness. Ruthlessness. Ruthlessness. Uh, uh, Mikey has his strategic mind and mm-hmm. his like long-term planning and things mm-hmm. like that. But mm-hmm. Fredo has his like heart and his like mm-hmm. empathy for people. Like yeah. Michael fails because mm-hmm. he's just totally like a strategist. He's yeah. not a, you know, he doesn't have any. That's why he loses. He loses his family, despite yeah. what Mama no, says. Alice, you can never you lose your family. Come on, <laughs> what'd you go to college? You got stupid. <laughs> I think that's really. It's so interesting to point that out, and it makes the part where Mikey has Fredo killed even more significant because it's the it's the strategic component winning winning over the the, heart. the empathetic yeah. part of yeah. of the Don's character. Yeah. And it makes you wonder that in the long run for the Don if the Don had lived, let's mm-hmm. just say forever, yeah. would he have been able to hold on to power with that that trio of of characteristics? Or is it inevitable that the strategic element of his being would have had to exert itself more in order to survive. If you have empathy, will you eventually just get Soft. beaten out? Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. It depends because it. I. I think that empathy and that ability to relate to humans to people mm-hmm. is what. Like that's why the the politicians all are in the Don's pocket because yeah. it clearly has that. And as soon as the Don is out, they're like, Oh, you know, all bets are off. Like mm-hmm. we're going to lose our political contacts. Yeah. So that personal connection is an important thing. But isn't it funny that that it's kind of odd that that matters. <laughs> it's, it's, it would seem yeah. like common sense, but I guess in the world of numbers and money right. and influence, it would seem like it would really all come down to math, but that human element is so important. Well, I think increasingly we live in a world where the we're all living in a Michael Corleone world increasingly where it's all about like just ruthless like yeah like facts and figures yeah. and like whatever the most logical thing to do is mm-hmm. that's what you have to do and yeah. you know we'll we'll see how that worked out for Mike yeah. <laughs> yeah. how will it work out for uh, for for society yeah. we'll, we'll see. Yeah, maybe you can lose your family after all. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Are they profitable? Then who cares? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I have a new family. It's called Immobiliari. <laughs> oh my, my new brother, uh, Andrew Jackson and his uh, Benjamin Franklin and Ulysses uh, <laughs> yeah. S. Grant. Oh my gosh. Will we make it to GF3? Will we? You, will you and I make it to GF3? We'll get there, Pop. <laughs> By the way, we do have to talk later about how we saw a little, little snippet of a movie with Joe Montaigne, Joe Montaigne in it last night. Yeah, that's right. What was the name? Was, <laughs> I guess um, we'll talk about it now. Yeah, what was the, uh, I remember what the, the movie was. The Three Amigos. Oh, that's right. We started watching The Three Amigos. <laughs> Which I had never seen before. I'd never seen it either. Oh, okay. And then you guys totally bailed on it. <laughs> Halfway through. Like, did we? Oh, it was kind of late. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was kind of yeah, yeah, but Joe Montaigne. It's not movie you can watch late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be fresh and focused. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Joe Montaigne, like yeah. a very cartoony, uh, cartoony, uh, like a movie executive. A movie executive. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it's oh, like a combination my... of Joey Zaza and uh, and Walt. And Walt, he was, and uh, Fifi from the Last yeah, Don. Fifi, <laughs> <laughs> not Fifi. 
Pee-pee's not much better. I guess. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's why he's such a badass, yeah. too, because he's got this wimpy yeah. name. You have to like, like yeah. It's like boy named Sue. You always have to be fighting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it was his dad that gave him that name? No, really? Yeah. I did not know that until <laughs> I heard that Get song. Right? I'm not kidding. At the whole point, that's the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, but I, had, I guess I hadn't heard the song yeah, for twenty true. years or yeah. something, so I had forgotten that it was the punch. It was line. Sue's father. Yeah, <laughs> named him that. Shel Silverstein wrote that. The lyrics to that song. Shel Silverstein, the author, the children's author. Yeah, the uh, where the sidewalk ends and, oh, really? and so on. Wow. Yeah. yeah, how did wrote, that come to be? He wrote a bunch of songs actually. Oh, wow. that, uh, lyrics. Yeah, song mm. lyrics. He tended to write kind of like like novelty kind of yeah. songs like that. Like, uh, oh, is that a novelty song? Is that what you're telling me? I, that is definitely a novelty really? song. Really? Cool. Well, it has a punchline to it. So yeah, any but song me, where you... But musically, it's... Not musically, but yeah. well, we were getting off the track here, <laughs> but I don't think that all, all novelty songs necessarily need to sound funny. Okay. Like if you listen to the boy named a boy named Sue and you don't speak English, it doesn't sound like a novelty no, song. It's, no. But the lyrics are what makes it a novelty song. So are there other... Uh, maybe we shouldn't go into this. Yes. My only other question, my only other question, you don't need to answer it, is mm. are there other novelty songs that have no, that do not sound uh, n- noveletic, but just lyrically they're novelty songs? Like Boy Named Sue. Um, I don't know. Maybe because Weird Al always has you know a little little accordion in there when you don't expect it. Not necessarily. A lot yeah. of his songs sound really close to the. I would say. Weird I mean Al. the parodies though. I'm talking yeah. about the parodies. Yeah. Anyway, okay, we'll have to yeah. save this for a whole other, a whole other, okay. whole other topic. But uh, so, the last thing, nerd writer. Last point I'll bring up is the whole uh, Apollonia and Sicily uh, elements. Oh, okay. Basically, the whole pur- purpose of that scene is to mm-hmm. the whole uh, Sicily thing is because uh, Michael commits the crime, you know, and then goes to mm-hmm. hide in Sicily. He goes to he shoots. Well, he's the, not hiding. He he was he did not shoot anyone, as the Don will point out. He was falsely <laughs> accused and had to flee for his true. safety. For well, his safety. That uh, that cop got mixed up in the rackets. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a good story. It's a great story. <laughs> so uh, Michael's in Sicily. So Michael's in Sicily, and since he more or less is now like joined in with the, uh, like that was basically him him. Mm committing to the life of the mob right yeah, you know yeah. and uh, so when he goes to sicily he's basically seeing like what life a was like for his father for his father mm, mm-hmm. like is this the place where his father grew up and this yeah. is like you know uh his father married a woman just like out so it's basically him kind of living out mm. don corleone's like he marries a traditional sicilian woman yeah. he kind of really gets involved in the whole scene mm, so mm-hmm. by the time he gets back he's almost like lived a whole nother yeah He's like lived a whole like Sicilian life, yeah. That, to totally get rid of that whole American, uh, you know, it pulls him back into the into the Sicilian yeah. side of the ledger. So, uh, and I so. am reading the book as we go. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should read the whole thing to get better perspective. But I wonder if it's too much perspective. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if anyone had anyone in the Corleone family had thought of that as a positive byproduct of Michael needing to flee, that he is going to truly get back to his Sicilian roots and it will lock him into supporting the family. Yeah. Supporting the family. And, and, um, how can I say this? Uh, getting back to his Sicilian roots. Yeah. Well, of course at that point they didn't know that he was going to be the person in charge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we, what we're, I don't want to give it away. I guess I will right now when Michael in a few minutes suggest offers to shoot the Turk mm-hmm. and McCluskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonny in the book says, oh, I always knew that you would 
join the family and be a part oh, of our business. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. How uh, how far away? That's like what, like ten minutes from now or something? How well, long? when Mikey shoots the Turk and McCluskey? Yeah, when does Mikey shoot? How far away is that? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let's listen. Boy, you got whacked, but we still got the Turk and this Captain McCluskey. Huh, he's a stupid jerk. They're gonna kill Pop so their bank accounts can feel sunny, relax. Business not personal. Business not personal. We need a plan and KCO's our man. For my arrangement. For my for my arrangement. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Have a seat. Then order your meal. Drink some wine. Try the beer. The best person. Ask for permission. Then go to the can. When you come back. You'll have more than your dick in your hand Two shots each, you'll be on the next flight to Sicily It's perfect for us, they got an old-fashioned toilet Shoot the Turk and McCluskey too How many days until you do? We're counting down, come count with me You ain't gonna miss So how many minutes, Alex, do you think? Well, let's see. We are in at 62, and I'm uh, going to guess the shooting happens in... 62. So let's see. We have to, have to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Your father gets beat up by McCluskey. Uh-huh. Um, then there's the conversation about shooting, uh, about the nice new Ivy League suit, bada-bing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and don't forget, after Mikey gets uh, socked by McCluskey, McCluskey has to go before the judge in the morning and show cause. Yeah, and then they have to set up the whole plan. They have to wait for the calls. It's from perfect. The- <laughs> uh, I'm going to say 10 minutes. 10 minutes, and we're in 62? We're in 62. We're in 62. It's a little bit longer, Alex. It actually takes place in minute 90. No, so we're like almost half an hour away? Yeah, 90 what on the, the button, yeah. Wow. It's called Shoot the Turk uh-huh. Countdown, and if you join our supporter network, you can add it to your playlist pretty soon, right? Well, uh, I thought we released them after the oh, that's right. Passed, so, so the Cannoli Countdown is posted. The Cannoli Countdown is now available mm-hmm. for our Patreon uh, supporters. You can go to godfatherminute.com slash support. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the, you can, so right now you can get the Godfather, you can get the Cannoli Countdown, mm-hmm. and you can get the Alex Fake Out 
count Turk shoot the Turk countdown, the yeah. one that Andy played. And in, in, although the, actually the people people don't know that they haven't heard that the fake out version. Oh, that's true. That wasn't played on the regular. Oh, one. Yeah. so anyway, <laughs> another thing you have to look forward to if you become a supporter. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of goodies in that. A lot, uh, of, goodies, so. uh, whole, whole lot of goodies in that uh, supporter link. <laughs> So um, minute ninety, so we have a lot going all right, on before. So settle then. down and then stand them up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a couple and, other things about yeah. this minute: uh, the exterior of the hospital that we see there. Oh yeah, that's the end of this scene. That was the end of this scene. That it was apparently filmed at the uh, Lincoln Hospital in the Bronx, hmm. which is on 140th Street and Southern Boulevard. You know what? You used to live in the Bronx. You know what yeah. that is. Mm, I know. Yeah, I know where it is. I don't know if I've been by it. Oh, it's not there anymore. Don't don't <laughs> go look for it. It was torn down. So uh, it, I think it's now like a police something. Mm. The NYPD has like a facility there or something mm-hmm. like that. But uh, yeah, so go check that out. Oh, it's very ironic that there's a police facility there now. Mm. And after McCluskey had pulled all the guards off. That's true. <laughs> that Don's got a lot of pull. Now he's a whole precinct guarding him. <laughs> <laughs> like in the middle of the whole facility, there's just one little bed with him in it. Uh, and this minute also introduces a musical theme that will be recurring for the mm. next that dun, 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 mm-hmm. that tension. Oh, great. You're a music guy. Why, oh, yeah. why is music like that? What is there a certain element that makes it like are there are certain notes that sound more. You mean one key that's more sad, saddest of all keys? <laughs> yeah, Alex? like, a, you know, minor. I, keys. I've never I haven't studied formally a history of music mm-hmm. and. But my guess is that certain sounds evoke certain images and and eras. For example, when you hear a gong like that, when you bang a gong, yeah, I mean that seemed to me that resonates old Asia. old old Europe, old Europe, yeah, the gong gong like a bell in an old church. Oh, okay, like in a not church like a square. gong because a gong you think of Asia. yeah, oh yeah, not a gong. I mean yeah. like a bell, like okay, a church yeah, yeah, like a tolling bell, yeah, a tolling yeah. bell, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Cause that, that's what it kind of sounds like with it maybe some strings a, on it. Yeah, it has mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah, and generally minor keys mm-hmm. are sad. Mm-hmm. Major keys happy. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it was just a minor key. This dun yeah. dun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, with the accompanying one, other horn, stuff too. Stuff, yeah. Well, if you just horn. have one note, you haven't established a key note, a key yet. Okay. You have to have more than one note. Got it. Um. Yeah, and that's all I have for this for minute sixty two. Not a lot, not a heck of a lot going no, on. It's a lot of set, transition is, scene. Yeah, it's definitely a transition. Scene. Farewell to Kay for uh-huh. now. She's going back to New Hampshire. Next time and she sees Mikey, he will be a uh, t- double murderer yeah. and a widower. And a widower, although she won't know that. <laughs> Does she ever find out? I don't think so. Gosh, unless crazy. it comes up in Godfather Three, it might come mm-hmm. up. So we'll have to stay tuned for that. Maybe maybe when she delivers the letter to Hagen while he's still in Sicily, mm-hmm. he says, "I'm sorry, I can't take that letter, Kate. It would it would mean that I had knowledge of his whereabouts, and also his current wife would not be happy." <laughs> Wait, what do you mean, current wife? <laughs> but but by the don't time take it personal, Kate. <laughs> it's business, Kate. No, it is. It's actually personal. It's not business, Kate. It's personal. <laughs> the Don wouldn't accept this letter either. It's personal, okay? <laughs> but, but by the time you... So she should have been like, oh, Tom, it's just business. It's not personal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she just flipped it. Oh, just, just flipped it. <laughs> you would have been like, yeah, it just might. 
<laughs> she ends up becoming this crime lord. <laughs> wins really, Hagen over. It was Kay all along. <laughs> <laughs> she could have been. She could have been the assistant principal, the principal, the superintendent. There wasn't enough time, Kay. <laughs> but really, by the t- next time we see her, she will have gone through a teacher education preparation program, got her license, be yeah. working in public schools. Do you think she did get her license, or do you think the the Don oh. pulled some strings and pulled some strings like oh. like so many puppeteers? Gosh, it really. I'm looking forward to the part in the book in Sicily because I I do wonder about what's happening in New York at that time be, beyond the the war the of the families. Yeah, mm. like is Kay. Like does Don have any any interactions with Kay, or is she just kind of on the outside? I think she's on the outs. Yeah, I think she's out. Right. Oh, she's out. Yeah. Well, she could think well she why, gets... do you, why do you insult her like that, Alex? <laughs> she can help. Yeah, because I don't think they liked her much anyway. Um, so, yeah. like, uh, I don't think they're going to go out of their way to be friends with Michael's. Uh, if anything, they should be lining up good Italian girls to. For him mm-hmm. to woo him when he comes back. Maybe yeah. the whole shooting of the Godfather, the hospital scene, Mikey gets socked, shooting of the Turk and McCluskey was all staged by Don Corleone just to get him to Sicily to reconnect wow. with his roots. That's a, and to get a real Sicilian wife. So what about the and Sonny too? He so he killed Sonny hey, just casualty, to, man. Wow. He always knew Mikey would be the one. He he didn't want this one. He wanted ruthless. him to be senator. Yeah, that's that ruthlessness that may keeps him yeah. on top. It's funny that they had um Connie marry some candy store guy instead of like Shouldn't she have married like the son of a of like the Tatalias or something? Isn't that something they do to like cement? I, you know, that's like uh, you know like alliances and I stuff. I mean, European royalty used to do that, yeah, which made sense. But I don't know if it makes sense in crime families because you don't want to you don't want to be sharing. But is are you saying to merge like, a business or to more to? Well, just as a sort of like the same reason the peace. the royal the crowns did it is a way of saying like, listen, we have a family bond here, so we know we're cool with each other. Oh, so they won't war. With we don't each do, other. we don't waste any time fighting each other. Yeah. We can fight outside people as yeah. long as Spain's interests don't interfere with France's. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess it would also depend on the like whoever the whoever the man was presumably would would then have more power in the other person's. Mm-hmm. If if yeah. Connie married Bruno Tatalia because of his suave magic tricks, mm-hmm. then that would mean that the Tatalias would probably have a bigger stake in the Corleones yeah. side of Maybe. thing rather than the other. Well, just because yeah. the men tend to be more tend to have more of the control of the dominance. Yeah, you know? although Connie, but maybe has, it would just be understood that Bruno Tatalia wouldn't have no. This is just really a, no n- never give him a living, <laughs> give him a living as doing card tricks. Ass, don't insist. <laughs> Anyway, well, we'll get some more of Carlo and, uh, yeah. and uh, Connie later on. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. I guess that'll wrap up Minute 62. We're, of course, going to stick around for our b- 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 bonus content. B- b- bonus. I actually got to rate it. Oh, that's right. Uh, two. Yeah, I'm going two. If it's there's watchable. Any, if there's any two minute, if there's any two star minutes, this is it. Yeah, I agree, too. Not that it's bad. It's just, no, there's just nothing happening it's in it. It's purely transition. It's nothing. It's we nothing. Some, and we got some good minutes coming up. If a movie is three hours long like this one is, they probably could have cut this minute out. Mm. It should have went right from... No. It should have went right from here saying, when will I, will I see you again? I don't know. And then cut to him immediately going, there's no one here. There's no one here guarding Pop. Like, just <laughs> yeah. trim out all that uh, Yeah, right? Fat. All that fat. All yeah. that Godfather 1 greatest movie ever made fat. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. 
So before we get to our sign-off, is that yes. what you call it in radio and podcast? Sure. Sign-off? Hey, okay. we're making up the rules as we go. You okay. can call it whatever you want. Well, our listeners know the cannoli, the cannoli have been eaten. They've been taken. The gun has been mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. All that has passed. Clemenza's wife, very happy right now. Very happy. She's already working on GF2 contract negotiations for her husband. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to be the star of this one. <laughs> so our latest one, if you remember, has been stand them up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also thought another another good one, just throwing it out there. Uh, until next time, I buy you out. You don't buy me out. <laughs> well, that, well, okay. Well, I, I like the sentiment, but I feel like it should connect with, because the last one oh. had to do with the, the minute we were counting down oh, yeah. to. So it should be something ideally with the scene uh, where he shoots McCluskey and. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, how about this? This year, maybe I'm not that clever. (laughs) All right, until next time, I'm gonna speak a time with Mikey. Is that okay? Sure. (laughs) And then you go, sure, sure. (laughs) No, that's that's kind of yeah. uh, We should find out what the Sicilian is that they're sweet. That when he's talking, yeah, Sicilian. That's what we'll say. All right, so we'll come up with a uh, with a we'll try to come up with a uh, okay. A lot. In the meantime, until next time, stand Stand them up. up. Sure.